At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Wednesday. I just got an email. It says, Dear Sports Emmy Entrance, Less than one week to go until the final deadline for entries in the Sports Emmy category. All right. Who is, who is heading up our, our Sports Emmy? Is this Mario again? He's the GC. Of the project. Okay. Uh, well, who else is doing the... Like, he, is Rob doing it? Because I feel a lot uh, you know, better if Rob is the one who's also heading involved. this up. He's a, very familiar with the archives. All of, the, of us are uh, sending suggestions to the back room. From segments from the past year. Okay. I think the cutoff is... I don't think it's actually the cutoff yet. I think it's Super Bowl week. Like, stuff from 2024 can be on our 2023 submission. Okay. Oddly. Oh, I'm reading the fine print. The final deadline for uh, all entries, the close of business on Thursday, February 15th. So we still have time. Um, all right. So we'll, uh, we'll see if this is the year, the magical year. Did we get nominated last year? I don't think we did, did we? No. We didn't. Yeah. No, we, didn't. we had a streak of five years of nominations, and then last year we were yeah. DNF. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It'll be a, quite the comeback story. Yeah. What would it? What would it compare to sports-wise? Like what type of someone who came close, like Jim Kelly winning a Super Bowl after if he over four, and then he would win one. That'd mm-hmm. be us. Mm-hmm. We'd be Jim Kelly mm-hmm. if Jim had won one. Yeah. Yeah, Marv. Be more like John Elway. We win a ton, and then we finally get there, and we say this one's for Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If we do win. You guys are going to be the ones on stage. I'm going to let you guys accept the honor. I, I, I don't know if I'll go to the stage. Maybe I'll stand in back and let you guys accept. All right? Or do we have a designated spokesperson? Do you want Todd to be the designated spokesperson if... Want to. ...when we win the Sports Emmy this year? Let's vote on it now, just so you know we can decide. Um, Seton... Who do you want to be the spokesperson when we win the Sports Emmy this year? Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the That's cr- a good choice right there. Tyler, the moderator. 
Yeah. Uh, it's it's got to be kept no, in I want this room. Tyler the Creator. Oh, oh, the actual the musician. actual like artist. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I would like Tyler the Creator to get up there and give okay. the speech. Uh, highly unlikely. Marvin, what about you? Anything's possible. I'm gonna go with Fritzy. Okay, Paulie. Oh man, do you want to do it? You could just say you. Yeah, if, if you think you, then say you. Yeah, me. Okay. <laughs> Todd really had to push that to get him to do it. I, I would say Paulie speaks, but the, the other three of us stand with them if we're allowed to all go up as a group. Well, no, we're we're going up as a group. They do cap you at one speaker. Yeah. It is a, in the actual rules. They say one person talks for whatever group it is. What if everybody talks at the same time? <laughs> so we get up there, and I say. I'd like to thank the Academy of Music. Like my third grade teacher. ESPN sucked. Five years. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, we raise our hands like we do here, and then you call upon yeah, us about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, final hour here. Uh, all quiet on the coaching front this week. And uh, still waiting to see if Atlanta pulls the trigger on Bill Belichick. Is Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers? Reportedly. Met with the Chargers for a couple hours last night and may have, according to the report, may have gone to dinner with them. <laughs> like, what time did they end their date? Uh, yes, Todd. Jim Harbaugh may or may not have had bread pudding for dessert. This is just, I don't know, I don't have a second source on it. It may have been dessert involved. I don't know if it's one of those, as uh, deeper that we get in this, are you more surprised that Harbaugh would take it or not take it? And the deeper we get into this with Bill Belichick, more likely that the Falcons hire him or don't hire him. Because it feels like, you know, Atlanta has opened this up. And Peter King talked about this. He talked about this in his Monday column, that the Falcons have opened the job search. And he thought, or reading into it with the Falcons from their perspective, maybe the Falcons were saying, hey, nobody else is interviewing this guy. Should it be a foregone conclusion, we're bringing in Bill Belichick. And I think because there were so many candidates out there that maybe they're up to like 13 candidates that they've interviewed here. And maybe they're realizing, do we want Bill Belichick and everything that goes along with it? Yes, greatest coach of all time. Is he the reason why we would start to win? And what do you do with the front office? Is he going to then bigfoot people in the front office there? Uh don't hear anything about the Chargers, at least as much. Uh, Pete Carroll's name hasn't come up too much. Uh, Mike Vrabel. So I keep, I'm like, I'm, you know, this is curious with what's going on. It feels like Washington's going to hire a young OC, Carolina a young OC. We uh, already saw what the Titans did with uh, an offensive coordinator from the Bengals. We know what the Raiders are going to do. So I think, you know, there's still. These musical chairs. But all of a sudden, if Harbaugh gets hired, then it feels like Belichick gets Atlanta or he might not be coaching this year, which seems mind-boggling. And is Seattle going to bring in Mike Brabel again, talk to him? Uh, you know, Dan Quinn, is is it a foregone conclusion? Uh, you know, I had somebody who keeps trying to – I don't know if they're selling me on Lincoln Riley going to the NFL, but they haven't given up mentioning Lincoln Riley to the NFL. And you want offensive-minded coaches. Uh, Vrabel defensive-minded, uh, he got fired. Uh, Staley with the Chargers, defensive-minded coach. 
they're all looking for this next Sean McVay or Mike McDaniels. You know, that's what they're looking for. And that's why I think, you know, Ben Johnson, the OC with Detroit, is going to have a job when the playoffs are over. The question is, is it Washington? Is it Carolina? I think Washington's a great job. It just, just feels like you got freedom. You got the second pick in the draft. The bar is not very high. Go in there. Maybe you get, you know, seven wins. Although you're playing in, you know, a competitive division. Uh, but you'd be a hero. You go in there. Uh, you know, they they go back to Joe Gibbs. That's That's what they keep. It's like... Uh, the Dolphins don't move on from Dan Marino. Washington can't move on from Joe Gibbs. Like you, you want to, it's just you can't right now. But Pete Carroll, Pete going to be without a job? And if he doesn't get a job, then is he not going to get a job? Is he going to do media? But Pete back to Southern California, I think it's a no-brainer if Harbaugh doesn't take that. And is there a point where Michigan says, Jim, make up your mind, right? Make up your mind. We, we got we to we make things happen here. We got uh, recruiting. We got NIL. Like, you, you know, be fair to us, okay? We're giving you the highest contract in college football. We're giving you nine years. We can't fire you if something happens with the NCAA. Like, it's all there. But at what point does Michigan say, Jim, come on, be fair to us? Because it feels like they're doing everything they can possibly do to keep him. And even then, that might not be enough. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle, dpshow. We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Downloading the app to watch this program. Some phone calls here. It is mock draft season, by the way. Mel Kuyper, draft expert, had his yesterday. And he's got Caleb Williams, number one. He's got Jaden Daniels, number two. Drake May, number three. Number four is Marvin Harrison Jr., the third. And then uh, Brock Bowers, the uh, tight end from Georgia, would go to the Chargers at number five. Uh, Feels like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six quarterbacks first round. Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., J.J. McCarthy? Yeah, Paul? I've been looking at a lot of mock drafts because just in the past three or four days, I think six have dropped. Michael Penix, for whatever reason, is not in the top 20 in a lot of these mock drafts. I've got three of them here from pretty reputable places that don't have him in the first round. Okay. And I wonder if that's like speculative about how they're going to look at his injury issues or past injury issues. The other thing I heard, I talked to a guy who works at a huge .com, like a sports.com, the strategy is to drop mock drafts on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, not Mondays, because he said they get the most reaction that way. Like a Mel Kuyper mock draft drops Tuesday at noon. Well, it's standalone because you're not in competition with anything. The Monday weekend, you would be. Yes, weekend sports. Yeah, yeah. they said it's, there's a strategy of dropping on Mondays and Tuesdays. Okay. But Michael Penix is off the top 20 on a lot of them. I'm not surprised at that. Now, I know that we've had some people on this show who love Michael Penix. Uh, you know, Ryan Leaf thinks he's the best quarterback in the draft. I think he is, you know, he throws a really nice football. 
but I, I don't know. You know, you go in with the medicals. That, I mean, that's what happens with the combine that's underrated. It's, it's about seeing how healthy somebody is, how tall they really are. Um, and then you put them in front of a whiteboard, and then you say, all right, diagram this play. Or tell me why this play worked or this play didn't work. Like, you want to have them in a room so then it's real. It's not something you're looking on tape. But the medicals are so important when you get in front of a lot of these athletes. And he's had, you know, two knee surgeries. Um, you know, wonderful career. But I think that there would be some pause with him because of that going into the draft. But maybe you're going to get him in the third round, right? Uh, the Lions have an issue here. They have allowed an individual receiver to have at least 140-plus yards in each of their last five games. That's never happened before in NFL history. Mike Evans, Puka Nakua, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, and uh, Jefferson again. So that's Evans went for 147, Puka Nakua 181, Justin Jefferson 192, C.D. Lamb 227, and then Jefferson again 141. That's five consecutive games a receiver has had that kind of performance. If you're uh, the Lions, do you want San Francisco to throw the ball? Like if you're if you're looking at that secondary there, that you don't want them to run the ball. But you know, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, somebody going to have a big game here? Debo, don't know Debo's uh, health status. Yes, Seaton. Yeah, he might be playing hurt, huh? Yeah. If he even plays at all. They said great. Fitty Fitty. Yeah, with him. Back to you. All right, thank you. <laughs> no uh, Debo updates as of now. No, not yet. What does Debo stand for? I mean, what does... Uh, ask the Niner fan, Marvin. He's good friends with Debo Samuel. Yeah, we're BFFs. I think Debo comes from the uh, movie Friday. You know, Debo was the bully. That's where that's where the uh, name stems from. Oh, his actual name is Tyshun Raekwon Samuel. But he's been called Debo since he was young. Hmm. Tyson. Well, that's good for us. That yeah. Yeah. It's called Debo. He did a, uh, he did like a little segment on NFL Live or one of those things where he met the actual actor that played Debo, huh? and he was just as excited Tiny. there as he was when he saw us. <laughs> oh, he didn't. Tiny Lister, the actor who played Debo from Friday, he wasn't excited. He had the same look. Oh boy, when we met him. Yeah, that was a, a look of disinterest. That was awesome. Yeah. No, that was, no, it wasn't. That no. was awesome. No, no. Because he came in, and when somebody shakes your hand, but they don't even look in your direction. He's the, he's the only person whose hand I shook while he was actively turning away from me. Like, and, and like there, he was turning into a black curtain. Like there was just like a bunch of boxes stacked up and like a curtain there. There wasn't even anything. Like It's not like somebody was over there and called his name. He just went, yeah. Turned away from me. It, 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 like the 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 word tailed off. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Dio? Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But well, he, hey, he did it to me too. Have fun. Hey, I'm uh, I'm the host. I'm Dan Patrick. Yeah. Like okay, all right. Feeling pretty good about this interview. Yeah, Paulie. I, I said about the same thing, but I actually had a conversation with him. I go, hey, Debo, thanks for coming over so early. It's cool. He goes, 
whose decision was to have this outside? <laughs> the cold in the morning? I was like, uh, yeah. kind of my... That guy right there. <laughs> that guy right there. His name's Dan. He's the, he's the idiot there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lloyd in Tampa. Hi, Lloyd. Good morning, Dan and crew. Great to listen. Good to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, as a Packers fan living in Tampa, if what you said will bear out that uh, Barry is done, it sure would be nice if the Bills moved on from McDermott if he could become the new D.C. in Green Bay. Oh, um, yeah, you know, that's the, we're getting way ahead of ourselves here with what Buffalo is going to do. Buffalo, I don't think, is doing anything. Doesn't feel like the Eagles are making a change either. Um, but if Buffalo did make the change, I wonder if Buffalo would say, all right, Bill Belichick, now come on in. You know this division, come on in. I mean, if I'm rooting for a story for entertainment, for content, I'd be rooting for that. But I think they're going to keep Sean McDermott. It is strange how this week started out with reaction to the games over the weekend, and then it turned into... Are you going to stand up for Josh Allen, or are you going to stand up for Brock Purdy? Wait, you're criticizing Josh Allen? Oh, you're criticizing Brock Purdy? That's that's what it feels like these shows have been talking about. Josh Allen, I, we want him to be on the same level with Mahomes. He's He might be on the same level with Lamar Jackson. They haven't had great success in the playoffs. But Lamar's going to have two MVPs. Like, it feels like Lamar is closer to Mahomes than Josh Allen is. And Josh Allen is not the reason why they lost that game. He could have been the reason why they won that game. If he hit a couple of passes, you know, late, you know, they they could have won that game. Or they would have had a closer field goal. But, you know, he's a wonderful talent. It's just he hasn't done anything. He got to a conference, you know, championship game. you you got to win. No, nobody was up there. You know, we tried to put people up there with Brady, and he kept, he was that hot air balloon that just kept going. It wasn't tethered. But Josh Allen's 27. That's it. I'm worried about the window for the Bills. I'm worried about the cap space. That's what I would be worried about. But Josh Allen, the talent, I'd, if he was my quarterback, I would be thrilled to have him. But he's not Mahomes. We, we want him to be. It's wishful reporting there. Joe Burrow might be closer to Patrick Mahomes. He got to the Super Bowl. He brought the Bengals to the Super Bowl. And they could have won it. They had the ball. If Aaron Donald doesn't sack Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow throws a game-winning touchdown. At least that's what the All-22 film shows. Jalen Ramsey, I think, fell down, and he would have had a touchdown. I mean, they were that close. But, um, you know, I, it just feels like there's this referendum on, I got to stick up for Brock Purdy. And, you know, when, when we say game manager, and, and I say it's not a negative, the greatest, college, or greatest uh, quarterback of all time was a game manager, Tom Brady. I, I would like to tell people in a different world, a different generation, a different time frame, go back and look at Bart Starr and look at Bob Greasy. Look at Johnny Unitas. They were game managers. They're Hall of Famers. So it's not a negative. If the greatest quarterback of all time was a game manager, 
Why is it a negative for Brock Purdy to be a game manager? And if you're a quarterback and you take advantage of all your weapons, you're doing your job. Oh, you know, anybody could do that. Or he'd be nothing without them. Well, that'd be like me saying Mahomes not having Kelsey or Tyreek Hill uh, and Andy Andy Reid. If he played in Carolina, what would he be? Nobody would care. He'd be like, oh, that's a curiosity. you got to have a team around you. And then when you take advantage of the weapons around you, you're doing your job. You're managing a game. We'll take a break. Back after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. 
as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Portland Trailblazers have filed a protest. They had a uh, controversial finish the other night with uh, Chauncey Billups. He was trying to call a timeout, and uh, they didn't see it. And so Portland has filed a protest. Now, do you have all the gory details there, Pauling? Yeah, the, the Chauncey Billups was trying to call timeout. They got a 109-108 lead. His guard was dribbling, and you know he was kind of in a jam. And he's trying to go all timeout to the ref. The ref's got his back to Chauncey Billups, and Billups is running way down the, the baseline to get a hold of him. Uh, they called double dribble on Malcolm Brogdon, gave the ball back, they lose the game. Um, but they filed an official protest with the league. Have they ever overturned something in favor of those protesting? I, no, not that I could find here. I, I don't even I think all they could get would be an admission of guilt from the NBA, like we missed the call or something like that. But the NBA said, you know, the referee was in a position, he was focused on the play. The priority is to call the play at hand, not listen for timeouts. I would like to work in that department, protest department in the NBA, because all you do is say, yes, oh, yeah, you have a protest? All right, uh, we'll take note of that, and we'll get back to you. It goes right in the shredder. Right, in the shredder. They don't do anything. What if just once they say, you know what, we're going to replay the last 15.8. Let's all fly back. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Or I saw with the Minnesota Timberwolves, with uh, the game that Carl Anthony Towns had 62, I think they admitted there were 10 missed calls in the uh, final quarter. I think something like that. But what's it mean? Hey, hey, you lost, and the NBA admits they had 10 missed calls. I, I don't know if they've ever... Have they upheld a protest? Shockingly, yes. The NBA has not upheld pro uh, protest often in its history. Only six times. Can't believe it's that. Um, the last time came on December 19th, 07, when Miami Heat center Shaquille O'Neal was incorrectly ruled to have six fouls when only five. It was a scorebook violation. The game was resumed on March 8th, 2008, but neither team scored in the last 51.9 seconds. That was replayed from overtime, and the Hawks won 114-111. Before the game was resumed, though, O'Neal had been traded to the Phoenix Suns, so he wasn't even there. But that's the last time they refinished a game. Stat of the day, stat of the day. So I guess you take your shot. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Top stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. All right, maybe next time they get together, they replay the final 15 seconds or something. Yes, Todd? Can't the league office just send back thou doth protest too much from Hamlet and just give him a little snarky response and move on from that? I think that would be a funny response. We're protesting. How did they throw our coach out with 15 seconds after they didn't recognize our timeout? Doth protest too much. And then mm. put in the shredder. Mm. Okay. From Hamlet. How would you feel <laughs> if you protested and somebody I would be said, very angry. That's I would think that would be very cute and I wouldn't And I think you that. misquoted Hamlet. Thou doth protest too much. The lady doth protest too much? Oh, Fritzy, if you were on Jeopardy, you would have gotten it wrong. Ooh, what is the lady doth protest too much? What is <laughs> the lady doth protest too much, methinks? Methinks? Methinks. Okay. Come on. Yeah. But Fritzy was real close. Yeah. From Hamlet. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Hamlet, 1604. Overrated.
Oh, mm. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't have won best film that year. Best play. <laughs> he didn't even write any of that stuff. I thought he had a ghostwriter. Well, uh, okay. I, Man of Worms. I think I think Shakespeare had. I think Shakespeare was a name that everybody contributed under. I mean, there was probably a guy named Shakespeare, Billy Shakespeare. But even in history, his name is spelled differently in a couple of different occasions. I feel like I, I read a book who wrote Shakespeare, and there is, you know, there's some some subplots there that maybe there was a group of writers that wrote. Maybe uh, Francis Bacon was the uh, the big writer. Frank Bacon, Frankie Bacon. Yeah, making bacon. Yeah, Paul. I think it's the opposite with uh, Bill Shakespeare. I think that he's gotten so much credit for 500 years, 400 years, mm. that people are taking shots at him, the haters, <laughs> as they call. In the medieval times, they called him the haters. Um, I think people say, like, this guy's getting all the credit. Let's make up that he was part of a team, like a writing squad. Yeah, but he was getting all this credit back then, wasn't he? I don't know if he was famous. He died at age 52. Okay. I'm going to see how famous he was. I mean, he wrote a lot of stuff. Just saying. Yes, yes. Could there have been a primitive form of AI back then where there's some computers generating all these. How could you write all these novels? I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> the thought. There weren't computers back then. Well, there could have been that one hiding in a cave somewhere <laughs> that we didn't know about. Once again, weren't you limiting the yeah. things that you said? Geraldo, he'll find it. He'll find the cave, the one AI <laughs> computer. Yeah. Yes, Paul. He was uh, born in 1564, Shakespeare. Billy. And he did get famous in his 20s and 30s. Yeah. Okay. He married a woman named Anne Hathaway at age 18, and she was 26. Player. Whoa. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. At age 18, Bill Shakespeare married 26-year-old Anne Hathaway. Mm. Okay. Like the devil wears product in yeah. Okay. Cradle robber. Jed in Tucson. Hi, Jed. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, third time, long time. I'm just sitting here in my electric vehicle at Charger number 7 at the Tucson Premium Outlets, and I had a question for you about the Raiders. Okay. Tom Coughlin, what what what's the story there? What what is he going to do as far as like game plan? Is he going to look at personnel? I'm just curious if they're if Mark is trying to cover his tracks in case AP doesn't work out. You know they can have him do an interim type thing, so you know Mark doesn't look like the idiot that he is. I don't know if Tom would want to coach again. Um, you know, if you're bringing somebody in for kind of senior leadership and guidance. Antonio Pierce hasn't coached before for an entire season. You bring in Tom Telesco, the former GM of the Chargers. So you're building an infrastructure there. And and it's smart to have you know an, an experienced front office there. Because um, Mark Davis shouldn't be making football decisions. And if you know you have a buffer that that's certainly or at least a filtration system, then uh, it should benefit you. I like the hire with Antonio Pierce because the players like the hire. And I want you playing. I want you playing hard. Not everybody can be like Max Crosby. But I, I, I need to have some kind of stability there. I mean, it's been a mess with coaches and quarterbacks, uh, you know, GM. You need, you need to settle it down there. I don't know what role Tom Brady's going to play, what, if they're going to allow him to be part of the ownership there. But, um, you know, how about some just normalcy here? Yes, Marv. I think this word's used a little bit too much, but he brings the Raiders culture to them. He wants to be a Raider. He is a Raider. He's a Raiders fan, and the players like him, so it all kind of works. So let's see what he does. Lucas in California. Hi, Luke. What's on your mind today? 
Uh, first time, a couple years time, 6'1", 185. Uh, I have a basketball-related question. Uh, Joel Embiid recently dropped 70, which was a big moment in the NBA. And since a couple years ago, you mentioned having audio of NBA games on record that you would bring the ladies home to listen to in your younger years. Yeah. What NBA game audio would you want on record now that took place in the last 10 years? Also, it's my birthday. I'm turning 24 on January 24th in 2024. Thank you. That's uh, Zach. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Numerology. Happy birthday. Um, okay, so I I used to have the uh, Portland Trailblazers, Blazer Mania, the year that they won the uh, NBA title. VHS? No, no, I had it on a record. Oh. Um, so, you know, I maybe have that on. Somebody came back to my, uh, <laughs> my apartment, my dorm. And I would probably uh, have Kobe's 81 on there, maybe. Like, if I was going to have an album now. Did Barry White do the play-by-play? What am I missing here? Well, it just, you know, had to get in the mood. You know, listen to Bill Walton, uh, you know, dominating. <laughs> I don't have a drink. This is the NBA on NBC. Thank you, Todd. Zach in uh, Idaho. Hey. 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 Got a question for you. So, hypothetically, if this last year Michigan team played the Baltimore Ravens, would Michigan score? No. No. <laughs> Baltimore had a great defense this year. No, no, no. They're, they're not scoring. Because they'd be running the ball. And you were not going to run against professionals. But I don't know what brought that question on, but uh, thanks for the phone call, Zach. Yes, yes, Marvin. How many first downs does Michigan get against the Ravens <laughs> <Shut> defense? <up>. <laughs> Jesse in South Dakota. Hi, Jesse. What's on your mind? Hey, bud. Yep. And suck it, Fritzy. Okay, then. Okay. I am a member. I'm a two-time member of the exclusive DDC. Okay, the Dead Dads Club. And hear me out on this. But this Hall of Fame talk I believe that there needs to be a penthouse in baseball, football, but I also think so for the DDC. For DDC, Paulie's on a different level than you guys, right? He deserves, and here's a good T-shirt idea as well, Seaton. He deserves a gold T-shirt from the DDC club. Mm. First ballot, level, first ballot, right? first ballot DDC Hall of Famer because the age, because first of ballot. The- yeah, your age, uh, Halloween, just the whole tragic story. And then I would like to submit my case for this first ballot and maybe, again, penthouse level, gold T-shirt. Uh, I, I said I was a two-time member of the DDC. My real dad blew himself up in a meth incident in a trailer. And then my stepdad drunk himself to death in his 50s. Um. So anyway, this would be like consideration for that first ballot and maybe, again, the penthouse level. All right. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Are we opening a new category called the Double Dead Dads Club? Ooh. Well, you have to have a stepdad. Yeah, you have a biological dad and a stepdad. And died tragically. A meth accident and then his other dad Drank himself to death. 
Uh, Jesse, yeah, you might. I don't know how many guys want to be in the uh, penthouse suite for the Dead Dads Club, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate you to the board. Thank you, thank you for your phone call, All right, Jesse. Yeah, way to get in there, pal. <laughs> a t-shirt, a t-shirt could make the pain go away. That'll yeah. help. Yeah, nice t-shirt. Yeah, makes any pain go away. A coffin on it. There you, you should go, write a buddy. country song off that, man. Ease the years of pain yeah. and suffering. There you go. A nice, comfortable, emotional lead. trauma. Medium T-shirt. <laughs> no refund. But nope. he's but he's sitting around thinking about you know what? I have two dead dads. You know, yeah. I got my stepdad, my real dad. I've got a little respect. Yeah, and this is how they died. I mean, it's not like Pauly. Pauly on Halloween night realizes his dad has died and uh, doesn't get to go out for trick or treating. Yes, Marvin. A T-shirt is cheaper than therapy. Okay. So just have the T-shirt. Yeah, right. get up all those pent up feelings. <laughs> Crying to it. It's it's machine wash <laughs> machine washable. Uh, Maurice in California. Hey, Maurice. What's going on, Dad? I'm first time, long time. Uh, I have a question. I have a question and a pie to the face challenge for anybody that want to take it. Whoa. Okay. So my my question is, people saying that Patrick Mahomes want to be the future goat which I don't consider Tom Brady not to go. Now, granted, I'm a San Francisco 49er fan. I watch Joe Montana. People overlook him. Now, the, the touchdowns and the yards is not up there. However, uh, he never lost in the Super Bowl and never threw an interception. How can they overstep Joe Montana? Because if Joe Montana was in today's game, him and Marino, they would destroy things. And can get to my pie in the town face if you want me to go to that. Okay, yeah, sure. Next. Yeah, yeah. My pride and challenge phase is I, I expect the 49ers to beat the Lions. However, if they get to the Super Bowl, my pie and the challenge phase is I believe they will beat any of the Kansas City and Baltimore for the pie and the challenge phase. Well, they're favored. If they get to the Super Bowl, they'd be favored over the Chiefs or the Ravens. So that's not really going out on a limb there, Maurice. But uh, thank you for the phone call. Yes, Montana was 4-0 in the Super Bowls. But how many Super Bowls did he not get to? You know, it's like LeBron, the number of NBA, like half of his career, he's been in the NBA Finals, or at least close to it. Tom Brady, the number of Super Bowls that he got to. I got to factor that in as well. Because when you didn't get there, uh, that's a disappointment. If you got there, at least you got to the Super Bowl. And yes, if you lost, people look at that as a negative. Brady lost to the Eagles and threw for 500 yards. I don't even think they punted that night. It's not him. It wasn't him, but he got there, but that's that's a loss. It's like when, you know, LeBron would lose in the finals. Nobody could have taken that Cavaliers team to the NBA finals that first one. No one. No one. And he did it. And they got blown out by the Spurs. But he got there and then that's a negative. So, yes, you went to 4. It's like Jordan went to 6. Okay, what did he do with all those other years? He didn't get there. You got to give credit to at least get there to win the you know a championship. And look, Le- and LeBron has done that, and Brady has done that. So yes, Joe went four zero. Famously, didn't throw an interception. But what about the other years when he didn't get there? You have to factor that in as well. Let's take a break. And it looks like the Bucks are finalizing their uh, new head coach. 
Yep, that CNN Sports was the first to break All it. over it. Yes, they were. We'll have that for you coming up. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I got a couple of over-unders here. Over-under rushing yards for Lamar Jackson this weekend. Todd? 46 and a half. Marvin? 62 and a half. Paulie? 68. Seton? 74 and one half. 64 and a half for Lamar Jackson. Isaiah Pacheco over under rushing yards 65 and a half. How about over under receiving yards Travis Kelsey? Paulie? 73. Marvin. 22. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Paulie? Or uh, Seton? Uh, 63.5. Todd? 87 and a half. 62 and a half. Dang. 62 and a half. Dang. And a hook. All right. We'll uh, tape the gambling podcast tomorrow with Bad Larry, Shea and Irving, and Dylan, the graphics guy. Uh, let's see. Brian in Iowa. Hi, Brian. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Love the show. Uh, first time, long time. 5-7 and a squishy fritzy 210. Squishy. Uh, I got a shirt idea for that Jesse guy that just called in. Okay. It'd be uh, stop messing around. <laughs> okay, thank you, Brian. Yeah, we had a <laughs> caller whose dad died from a uh, meth uh, explosion. And uh, his other dad died, drank himself to death. The methy situation. Yes, it is. Okay. Breaking sad. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to uh, have elite status in the dead dads club because he had two dead dads. The uh, He birthed the 3DC. This is the double dead dads club. <laughs> 3DC. <sighs> We're sick. Guy Fieri may sue us for a copyright <laughs> Mike in Colorado. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. I got a couple things. Uh, first of all, with the Hall of Fame, I think Omar Vizquel deserves in. He's like an Allen Iverson type highlight reel, um, kind of like Ozzy Smith. And then the second thing is, um, can we give credit to Krappenberg State for creating analytics just because of how anal they are with their numbers? All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Yeah, Omar Vizquel's got some baggage. I think uh, that has hurt him. He was great. To me, as good a fielder as anybody who's played the position. But I think he was a three-time All-Star. And uh, don't know if he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, This day in sports history, Paulie. Got a few for you, Dan. 1947, the NFL owners allowed, voted to allow sudden death overtime in playoff games only. The rule wasn't used until 1958 in the championship game. Here's one that I love. 1955, the Baseball Rules Committee, Major League Baseball Rules Committee, announced a plan to strictly enforce the rule that a pitcher had to release the ball within 20 seconds after taking his position on the mound. That rule has been in place intact since 1955. It was never taken out. They just stopped enforcing it. Yeah, They never even had to get a new one. 1982, the Niners won their first Super Bowl. Joe Montana won his first of three MVPs. And, of course, in 1987, Joe Montana and Walter Payton hosted Saturday Night Live. Mm. Okay. By the way, Adrian Beltre received the fourth highest vote percentage for a third baseman in his first year on the ballot, trailing only George Brett, Chipper Jones, and Mike Schmidt. So one of four players in baseball history with at least 400 home runs, 3,000 hits, and five gold gloves. He joins Willie Mays, Carl Yastrzemski, and Dave Winfield. Start of the day, start of the day, start of the day, start of the day, start of the day. Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. It's official. Doc Rivers has agreed on a deal to become the new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, first reported by CNN Sports. Who else? I know. Still like to find out who CNN Sports is because I used to work at CNN Sports and it doesn't exist. Hasn't been around quite some time. 
But uh, they did nail it. <laughs> CNN Sports breaking the Doc Rivers to the Milwaukee Bucks story. <laughs> Tomorrow on the program, <laughs> the... I love how tickled you are. But... <laughs> it, it did. I'm like, wait, CNN Sports? Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Lions running back, will join us, as will Kalen DeBoer, the uh, new Alabama head coach. Bama Day tomorrow, Todd. That's right. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs went to Alabama. And a little nod to Georgia Tech, too. He yeah, a little flirtation started with out yellow at Georgia Tech and, and, you know. Roll Tide. Yeah, thank you, Todd. All right, uh, what did you learn today, Todd? While at Dayton, your dad helped the football coach, Sean McVay's grandfather, by putting their tendencies and their opponent's tendencies on a computer. That was a fascinating story. Seton O'Connor. The Dead Dads Club now has levels. <laughs> the 3DC. Mar Marvin, whose dad is dead to him. Fritzy wanted to talk less. Paulie. The Bucks have a new head coach. Yes, Todd. I can't believe that they This is great. This is a great opportunity. Dame, Greek freak. I'm real excited. Thank you, Doc Rivers. Thanks for joining us. Our pleasure to serve you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.